Yo, welcome back, everybody. It's your boy, KG. It's your boy, LB. What's going on? All right. So we're coming back to uh, Thin Lime, Team Loving Sports. We're back at it again. It's episode five. Episode five, man. It's been uh, it's been great so far. Yeah. Appreciate really. all the love. Yeah. We want to thank y'all for rocking with us for this long. You know, we've been getting back the feedback and everything. And, you know, we're still trying to get better every day and every episode that we come to. Yeah. That part, of course. And, uh, man, how was your how was your week? Or has been since we last spoke? Man, it's been pretty good. You know, a couple of things going down with, uh, as far as work and school and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm trying to trying to handle it and everything and just keep it moving. But other than that, it's been good, man. How about you? Man, everything's been good. Uh, like you said, work, a lot of that. You know, just trying to prepare myself for the summer. All right. Now, I'm glad to be back to doing this, man. This is, this is my outlet, man. This is my release, you know. Besides, you know, going to hoop or something like that, I like coming here, you know, we're right. just getting out stuff that's on my mind. I think right. about like all week, you right. know what I mean? So, right. really glad to be doing this. And like I said, you know, thank you guys again for for tuning in to us. Okay. All right. So, uh, recently ESPN came out with a list of the twenty most dominant athletes um, of our was it our time or the last twenty years? Last twenty years. Last twenty years. Last twenty years. Okay. So, uh, LB kind of hit me up, which was like, you know. Folk, we should do this. You know, let's yeah. talk about this and trying to see, like, you know, what would our list be? Right. So I was right, like, right. Uh, I think that's a good idea, man. So I think let's like let's go ahead and get into it. I'm gonna go ahead and start it first. All right, I, I'll go ahead and I'll go first. And um, I seen ESPN's list, and I, I respect their list a little bit, but it was a couple on there that you know, like some eyebrows being raised. So and we're only doing ten, right? Yeah, we only doing okay, ten, only do but 10. we still gonna keep it twenty years. But okay, so. Number one on my list, when I think of most dominant, I'm starting with Michael Phelps, okay? Okay. And Michael Phelps, you know, I had to do a little research, but he has the most gold medals out of any Olympian ever. Mm-hmm. Um, he made the Olympics when he was 15 and I think the year 2000. So me and him, we the same age. So I'm thinking like, man, when I was 15, that was, you know, so that's a feat in itself. Right. Number two. Of course, Usain Bolt. That's self-explanatory. The fastest person ever. Mm-hmm. You know, what else can I say about Usain Bolt? Number three, I got Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather. And I'm a Mayweather fan. Some people may have him higher, but I don't have him higher for, you know, a few reasons. Mm-hmm. But I'm still a huge fan. But a lot of people hate on Floyd Mayweather for how he handled his career as he was getting ready to retire. But they forget about the first half of his career when he wasn't Money Mayweather. He was Pretty Boy Floyd. Yeah. And he was running through world champions like it wasn't nothing. So just easy. Yeah. Extremely dominant. Number four, I have Lionel Messi. Hands down the best soccer player of our generation. I mean, if you follow soccer, you know it's not even close. Serena, five. Self-explanatory. She literally crushes uh-huh. women's tennis number six even though i'm not personally a fan i got brady uh-huh. and i mean he's been to what eight super bowls he's won five or six brady Brady, five five, five yeah okay so and he's old and he doesn't look like he's slowing down. I mean, he may come out. <laughs> it may come out that that he's on some some HGH or something like that. I don't know. But until then, I give him his props. It don't matter. Then after Brady, 
I've got LeBron in there. And LeBron would be higher if he had more championships. Mm-hmm. But he's still the most dominant NBA player even now. This is year 15. Year 15. And I think he maybe had a season and a half where he was getting the feel of the game. And I say about that third season, he's been the best player in the league. Yeah. And he's remained the best player in the league. Remained, yeah. Until maybe last year. That's when you can kind of say Kevin Durant kind of caught him. But that's an argument in itself. Like some people may say, yeah. A lot of people say no. I think LeBron regained that this year. We'll talk about that later. I mean, this year, that's LeBron though. But that's what I'm saying. Like just now, you're 15. Yeah, yeah. He finally has an argument Mm -hmm. for somebody maybe passing him up. Yeah. That's a feat. After Braun, I got Mariano Rivera, the world-famous closer for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Most saves ever as a baseball player. I mean, he was completely automatic. If he came in the game, that game was won. After him, I got Sidney Crosby in hockey because when you think of hockey, you think of Sidney Crosby. Crosby. That, and last yeah. but not yeah. – well, I mean, that there might be some other people. It, well, my, my first thought – I'm not a big hockey person either. My first thought is – uh. Wayne Gretzky, but you know, but we talking about the last right, twenty right. years. So my bad, I mean, cut you off. Okay, yeah. no, you good, you good. And then last but not least, who probably should be higher on the list? Y'all gonna trip out on this one, but Maya Moore, hmm. Maya Moore, because from the time she hit the scene, probably even before UConn, but once she got to UConn, she's a four-time All-American, two-time national champion. Four-time WNBA champion. Man, look up Maya Moore and look what she's done. Yeah. She she and she just getting started. I don't even think she's 30 yet. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Maya Moore is a beast. Yeah. She's up there. So who you got? Okay. Cool, man. So my list kind of extends, you know, 20 years, maybe give or take a few years. But yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and rock that way. So mainly my first one is gonna be Tiger Woods. Of course. You okay, know he, I mean? was, he was number Wood. one on, on ESPN list. He didn't make my yeah, list. He was Tiger Wood. But I had to go with Tiger Wood just because, yeah. man, when he came in, like he he changed golf. Mm-hmm. When you change golf like that, or especially the sport, you know, it's been dominated by white in males, sports, yeah. you know, for decades. He came in and dominated and like changed the record books. Like for for forever. So okay. I had to go with Tiger Woods there, man. And then my second one. It's gonna be Serena Williams. Okay. Of course. You know, she I think I feel like she probably hands down the best tennis player. Regardless of you know, man or, man or female, okay. yeah, I mean, yeah, man or female. Uh, third one, I had to rock with you on that same one, Michael Phelps. Yeah, that dude came through, man, and just like he had you glued to the TV. He made me watch swimming, pretty much. Yeah, you know what I mean. He made me watch it. So, other than that, man, it was just, uh, he just killed it. Then of course I got to go with Bron. Bron number four. Um, you know I me, mean? I want to put him number one, but. <laughs> <laughs> But his career ain't over just yet. Nah, so, it ain't over. You know what I mean? His so, legacy's not done. It can go up or he can go down. So, But I got to have Bron in there. After that, I got to go with Jordan, man. And the reason why I say Jordan, because a lot of people don't know this, I was not a big Jordan fan growing up. Um, I was more of a Scottie Pippen fan, okay. which is crazy. You know, I thought that Jordan was – growing up, when I first introduced the ball hogging. And that's what, I, that's what I thought Jordan was, okay. a ball hog. You know what I'm saying? But when you realize what he did to the game, man, it was he straight dominated. Yeah, I left him off because I think he retired with like what two thousand mm-hmm. late two thousand. So I could have threw yeah. him in there, but yeah, I just yeah, you know, I feel you though. I'm forgetting how old we are too now, right? Shit, so. Right, <laughs> right. But yeah, so I got Jordan there. Then uh, after that, I got Floyd. 
Floyd. Yeah, man. And I, uh, Floyd pretty much made me a boxing fan. Uh, of course, you know, I watched the Roy Jones and all the people before that, but yeah. Floyd made me like want to spend my money to go watch that. And he, and the way the performance he did, man, on every appoint, opponent, he dominated them. He didn't knock him out, but he dominated them. Yeah, he made it look He made you look to where you couldn't even box. Like right. you shouldn't even be in a ring with him. Confused him. Yeah. So I had to go Floyd, man. And then uh this guy's a little bit older too, was uh David Beckham. Okay. Yeah, I had to go, you know, David Beckham just because that's just he made me think about soccer pretty much. Okay. But I know you got, you know, Messi got now. Messi. Of course, Messi, Messi is that deal. Messi yeah. that deal, yeah. Yeah. And then going back even further to tennis, man, I got um <laughs> Andre Agassi and Pete Sampras. <laughs> you took it back, okay. Yeah, I took it back, man. Yeah. I put them together on the same line because they kind of made tennis. Yeah. It's all you heard was those in two the, names. In, in those and, 90s days, it yeah. was, uh, they had the commercials, the Nikes. They had commercials. They had, they, I think. Uh, they were kind of much like one of the, they kept that, that competition between the two people in tennis. They brought that, you know, And I want to say, Agassi couldn't see old boy, man. Like, I can't really remember. They would go at it. They would go at it, but, you know, they would both dominate. Almost like they were, if they were on the East and West yeah. Division like he dominated the West and actually dominated the East, but yeah, that's pretty Kinda much like how Roger it was. Federer is now. Like there's oh, some yeah. other people we could have threw in there, but yeah. it's our list. So yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And then uh nine, I got Tom Brady. Yeah, okay, you know stuff. I think mean, he's doing is unbelievable because it's just so hard to win a ring in NFL. Man, it's hard to stay on top. For it's that hard to stay on like, top. I, was, right. I wanted to put more football players in yeah. there, but I'm like, man, I had to go. I had to go Brady with that. I know ESPN had Peyton on there in front of him, but I was like, yeah, I like Peyton, man. He he did some some beautiful things. But what Brady's doing, oh, granted, you know, it's a team sport. You got yeah. offense and defense. Yeah. But you know, he's the one. He's the one that kind of runs that machine over there. And for him to be doing this for this long, it's like it's crazy. And to be you know last pick of the draft, so right, right. You know what I'm saying, so. Just that just that said a lot in itself. And then my last one on the list, number 10, is primetime. Dion, yeah, you Dion I took it back some more, yeah. Okay. A little bit further than 20 years. But man, they just think about I I was thinking about I was like you thinking about who can I put for football. And my first name, first name popped in my mind was Deion Sanders. Yeah. There was this one dude that shut down literally one side of the football field. From that cornerback position. I mean, there's guys doing what he did way back then. Now that whole shut down corner situation like but even then though it was just like when you look at his stats it was like little to none that was like thrown over there or catches even being made and he's kind of like just changed the game so for me he like invented the term yeah shut down yeah it is that's him yeah lockdown yo exactly so that's why i go with Dion. like i said because you have people now that's kind of you had revis recently Mm -hmm. who kind of had that term but it was just like i got to go to where it stemmed from yeah and Dion, he was the one who who made you made cornerbacks want to be the best yeah, but they want to get to that top. And he revel like I, the guys you picked to me like really just kind of impacted the game. And yeah, in a way that changed it. Like Dion exactly. changed the game. Exactly. Like I remember guys wearing the bandana under the helmet, like Dion <laughs> yeah. and the, the gloves, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying high stepping. Yeah, Dion changed the game, man. So, so that's yeah, that's that's where my dominant list came from. Like you said, it was the ones who really just changed the game and made the, you know the sport changing itself because the sport hasn't been the same since these type of people nah. have left it or you know what i'm saying or being in it no nah, they 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 made the game something everybody could watch mm-hmm. they took a game and maybe you know like you said you weren't on boxing until floyd got in there you really didn't care about tennis like that till you seen agassi mm-hmm. and uh and sanford's go at it like they did so that's that's real that's real right Okay. Yeah, so I mean if you know when y'all hear guys hear this, you know, wherever you see it at, uh drop us 
your list. Yeah, make your own list. Make your own list, and we can kind of talk about it, you know, in the comments or wherever else, maybe even on here one day. Right. We come through and talk about it again. But, yeah, cause I think this list will ever be changing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think everybody's list will be different right. for different reasons. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, man, so I just want to move on for a second. Okay. And right now, something that's real big in the news is gun violence. Okay. Right. And, um, of course, you know, you know, rest in peace to the victims in Florida, the 17 victims. Yes. And uh, we see how it's impacting the teenage community right now, how we have these walkouts and things like that. And um, the point that I want to talk about on this was, since we're since they're doing these things, and you see these these teens on TV. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're trying to make a voice for themselves. We see them trying to change society. You know we always tell them kids to grow up and mm-hmm. really make an impact. And right. now they're doing it. The future is yours. The future is yours exactly. And now I'm thinking about like what is uh what about our athletes that we you know that we build up right now? We see them on social media. These young athletes and um. Uh, just for instance, like Zion, right? He's a big athlete. You know what I'm saying? So, I think for me, I would be interested in seeing like, what does he think about this? Or you know what I'm saying? Should he use his platform to really get um, awareness of guns in on school or well, in schools or just period? Just you know the gun laws. So should he actually be using his platform that? Because if you look on his Instagram and Twitter and all that, he got. I think he might be over 100k, 100k followers. He up there, he's, if not more. He, he's, yeah, he's very, way up there. Very famous. You know what I mean? So yeah. just think about somebody that young having that type of platform. Should they be using it? What you think, though? Man, you know, I thought about this two ways when you brought it to me, and so I, I'll try and address it in both ways because I, okay. I I have two different viewpoints on it. You know, and my first viewpoint is from someone that sees what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think Zion is probably the best example because he's easily, you know, the most recognizable high school athlete. You know, if we were to go look at his Instagram or something like that, I'm I know it's probably verified and I know it probably has, you know, well over a hundred thousand followers. Mm-hmm. So if he was to speak up on a social issue like his classmates that are his age throughout the country, I mean, it will really be seen by a lot of young people and old, you know, I don't want to say old, but older people alike. So I think it's important for everyone to have a voice, to use the voice Mm -hmm. and use it the right way. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a high school star, especially one of his caliber, to, um, you know, to say something. I right. mean, to me, I think probably the next high school kid who's just an athlete that's that famous would be LaMelo Ball. Yeah. Of course, because of, you know, his family and all that other stuff that's going on. But, you know, someone like that, yeah, I, I truly believe you should. Now, my other viewpoint on it was as a parent, mm-hmm. what if it was my son? Right that was that kid and had that voice. Would I really want him to do that? Would I really want him to take a strong stance that could potentially ostracize and blackball him right. from the league before he get in it, mm-hmm. especially if he was a football player? 
yeah. or a baseball player. You know, and I'm just being real. No, 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 you could. You know what I'm saying? Like we see Colin Kaepernick, we see him freezed out at the NFL mm-hmm. before he turned 30. I mean, his teammate Eric Reed. I mean, even though free agency isn't over, right? You know, we kind of feel like that's about to happen to him too. Mm-hmm. So, me personally. I wouldn't tell my son to not do it. I would just tell my son to address it delicately. Yeah. Because you haven't made it. Right. And if they decide they don't want you to be in their league, they will find ways to not allow you in their league for speaking up against something that they kind of go with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I know uh, the gun violence is something that, you know, I, I don't think they're really, you know, one way or the other on that mm-hmm. because it's gun violence. Nobody wants to see young people die. Right. But we see how they feel about speaking out against police brutality mm-hmm. and protesting the national anthem. Right. So just imagine if a young high school kid really came out and show like unwavering support for Colin Kaepernick for that. Yeah. I honestly believe that he just put his future in jeopardy before it even really got started. You know what I'm saying? But well, that's a, I mean, that's a great point to bring up. And it's like, it's sad that you have to think like that, though. Yeah, that's sad that you have to think like that. You can't even, you know, we're built on a country that's yeah, freedom of speech, but then you're scared to use it, right? Because of what it could, how it could affect right. you in the future. Um, so I, I mean, I agree with your point 100. percent But it's just like I feel like this is how players end up getting putting his box and being told to shut up and dribble. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because when we see Zion, all we think of is straight basketball. Basketball. You know, I see him on Instagram. I see him on Baller's Life. I see him all these highlights of him dunking pretty much and all these things. But <clears throat> who is Zion as a person? What are his views? Stuff like that. And I feel like we shouldn't limit him from that. Mm-mm. Because I never want uh, to him to think that he has to shut up and dribble. No. And I think that's where these older players like that could kind of step in and try to like and kind of guide them through it, you know, but like I so said, you do got to be a you do you got to be cognitive as far mm-hmm. as these owners and these you know these big uh, entities, sports entities, and trying to shut them up. Right. You get what I'm saying? Because like right. I said, it is a power thing and it can happen. But I just really wish that they would be seen in more light than what they are just in basketball or football, football. or whatever else. You know what I'm saying? Because they're young. Um, <clears throat> I just feel like they should we should have to take their voice from them because just thinking back to Rosa Parks. Yeah. You know, um, she wasn't the first black woman to sit the front of the bus. It was actually, uh, I don't mess her name up, Coretta Colvin, right? She did it first. She was 16. Mm. You know, she was 16. And she was trying to make this stance for herself and for her people. But Rosa Parks and, you know, the Black Panther Party, they decided not to put her out there because they felt like she was too young. Too young. You get what I'm saying? And I don't want us to... And I think the kind of situation right there, like that right now, would want them to start thinking like they're too young to do something. Yeah, you know, and I just think that this would be this is a be- definitely a great time to do this with social media and stuff like that. This is a good time to really where you can reach a whole bunch of people right. at in, instantane- instantaneously in what two seconds about something that you just post. If you, I mean, if you got the following, yeah, as soon as you speak, they see it. They see it exactly. You know? And for the record, like I'm with the kids, you mm-hmm. know. Walking out, protesting gun yeah, violence yeah. and things like that. I mean, I'll keep it 100 with my followers and the people that listen and all that. You know, I am a gun owner. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm in Texas. You know, it's right. 
Okay, so, but at the same time, I do recognize that some some gun control and, and things like that, you know, it may be needed. And no, it ain't no maybe needed. It is needed, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and the main thing that they're talking about that I see is, you know, the assault rifles. You know, they want to make it to where, you know, assault rifles are out of the hands of civilians. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you got to be, what, 18 just to get one? I mean, if you can get a gun at 18, you can get an assault rifle at 18. That's what I'm saying. saying? So as long as it ain't like, automatic. Yeah. I can be 18, a senior in high school, and go get yeah, uh, You can't get rifle. something to drink. Yeah, you can go buy a rifle. But you can go get you something that can, you know, kill a lot of people if you really thought that way. But, I mean, you know, just getting off on a tangent, man, you know, people are crazy. And we see the situation <laughs> in Austin yeah. where that oh, man, yeah. he didn't need a gun yeah. to do what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's more dangerous than a gun. Right. Because I was just thinking, like, dude, you know, South by Southwest was going on. If he dropped one of them off on 6th Street. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know what I'm saying? So crazy is crazy. Crazy is crazy. But we do need some gun control. So I'm with the kids to do that. Any kid that want to walk out, want to speak up against it, I'm all for it. It's just my thing. Like you can't, I mean, people like I said, they're going to be crazy regardless, but we can help do something about it. You know, and I think that, uh, especially because with so many mass shootings that go on in schools, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? No other country has that in their schools. Nah. And it's because they have good gun, uh, gun laws. I mean, and I think that having that, you know, these kids who are in putting the spotlight at an early age can help get that awareness out there. Yeah, that just, that's just my point for that. It's like, it, it, oh man, it bothers me, man, because I feel like, I feel like they like inadvertently like encouraging people to do it when they put it on TV and mm-hmm. keep it there for so long and stuff like that, you know, in a psychopath's mind, it's like, you know, I go down history yeah you know and i'm like man it's I, i'm just i'm not a, i'm not a fan of the way they had it on the news the way they have it on the news and things like that uh so yeah any kid athlete non-athlete uh huge following small following mm-hmm. man speak from your heart man exactly. if, if you believe in what's right speak to that that's the main thing right you do not have to be boxed in to only think about basketball football weather just because you're Good at it at an early age. And because you black. Because I'll say <laughs> it. All right. I'll say it. If, as a black person, we want to speak up on these things, but we know if we go too far to the, you know, to the black side of things, then, you know, they start to look at us like, you know, yeah. we're a potential militant and, you know, we're a threat to society. And it's like, nah, man, we just calling it like we see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, don't be like like the lady tried to tell LeBron and them to just shut up and dribble. I mean, come on, we we know she was telling them to do that because they were black and they were you know talking about that type of stuff. So right. if you're a black athlete and you want to speak up against something, man, go ahead and do it. You yeah. know, don't be scared. Man. Don't be scared of saying the wrong thing, man. Especially because you're young, you can say some yeah. stuff and then it'll be over in a year, and you know what I mean? people you don't be don't forgot about it. So it's just don't don't be afraid to speak your mind, pretty much nah, to nah. young athletes out there. Nah, and, man. Uh, if they listen to you, you know, speak up for what's right. Right. And uh, speaking of though, since you brought up, you know, black athletes, um, let's talk about black athletes in baseball. Baseball. Shout out to opening day, which is today. Shout out to opening day. I actually uh, just got back from the Rangers. And you got the answer, right? Yeah, man. We lost. Uh, I think it was four to one, five to one. We scored that that last run in the ninth. You know, so we didn't get shut out. Shout out to that boy. Uh, man, I just drew a blank that fast. 
his name come to me, but he scored yeah. in, the, in the uh in the night. He our best player, so yeah. Uh um, really. Like yeah. Just, yeah, just man, cause I just you know, before we get started, before you know, before I let you go. Okay. They uh in the nineteen seventies it was twenty seven percent black athletes in baseball. Yeah, okay. Black athletes. Now it's down to eight point seven percent. Yeah. What you think? Man, what I think, man, I think um just from my personal standpoint, mm-hmm. baseball just didn't look cool. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Like there you go. basketball looks so cool, man. Like watching them boys play, mm-hmm. uh, the way they do it, you know, showing them walking up to the uh, arena, you know, it's like a fashion show, like what right. this man got on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The way they do the all-star game, mm-hmm. got all the, the superstars, like front row, you know, it. they just make basketball look super, super cool, man. And football too. Football too. You know, football, they, they make, it's just a coolness factor to mm-hmm. it. And baseball is so rich in tradition, yeah. you know, that they don't want you to do these things that we perceive as cool, like bat flips, showing off, you know, or showing up a picture. Like, like if you hit a home run, you're supposed to just run straight to first base and round the bases, don't look at the ball, mm-hmm. don't admire your home run. You know, don't celebrate and all that type of stuff. They got a lot of rules that make the game a little boring and all that. It takes away from a lot of the flash and the flair. Right. Whereas, you know, basketball, you know, it's whatever. Football, you know, you score a touchdown. You know, we doing the latest dances and all this type of stuff. So I think that's the biggest reason why black kids ain't flocking to baseball like that. And it's also, it's kind of like – Basketball and ba- uh, basketball and football is fast paced. Yeah, I'm instantly seeing something every minute or second like that. Baseball, I might be stuck watching something for mm-hmm. you know a whole twenty minutes before I even get any type of like real action. Right. So, like you said, I like that point that you brought up. That man, it just doesn't seem as cool. Yeah. You know, and uh, but another thing too, I see that when you're young and black, you know, you tend to be given a football and a basketball right. handed to you, mainly because you know. We're known for being very athletic. Yeah. You know, baseball doesn't take much athleticism. It takes more skill than anything. Yeah, baseball is a, yeah, yeah. yeah you and, right. you know, in order for you to get a skill, you got to learn that at an early age. Like, pretty much like. Super repetition. Yeah, super, super repetition. You're learning it from the age three or four, and you're going all the way up through. Basketball, I can pick up a basketball. I'm, what, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. If I'm tall, I can yeah. jump high, something like that. I can, everything else can kind of fall into place. Yeah. So, it just, those sports cater to your athleticism. And uh, so I think that's one of the things. So I was reading an article a minute ago where they were saying how a lot of baseball players have mentors, a lot of mentors, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Somebody that's mm-hmm. going to walk them through that skill level from an early age all yeah. the way through. And we, as we know, it's not many black males have father figures in their life. Yeah. They don't have that mentor. So they're not really picking up a, they're not going to go to the boys club and pick up a baseball. That's a good point. I'm going to the boys club. I'm going to grab a basketball. That's where everybody's at. Everybody's That's in the gym. Point. You know That's what I'm saying? Point. We don't have a diamond outside the base. But think about it, we went to Northwest, Central Northwest. We didn't see no baseball field out there. Nah, we said we had grass, but we didn't know how to make a field. Right. We know how to pick up the basketball in the gym, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have to go out to the field and throw a football because we know how to create an end zone. And, you know, really, um, there are some mentors, you know, in, in, the, in the neighborhoods 
but it'd usually be like one, maybe two guys trying to get the entire neighborhood yeah. to play baseball. Man, that's rough. Whereas, you know, with basketball and football, I'd be like five, six, seven, eight dudes mm-hmm. per, you know, so many kids. So yeah. now, you know, you can have 10 kids per person and things like that, mm-hmm. you know. So you're right, man, having mentors and, and people that really show you the ropes that know the ropes. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a cycle. Right. We grew up not really knowing about baseball. So now that we're adults – we can't really give that game to our kids and the youth because we don't even know it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, and also just another thing I have to educate myself on too is that uh, how many people do you hear about getting a baseball scholarship? Black, white, whatever. They don't. They don't make a big deal of it. Exactly. I mean, got that. I need. I should have looked it up. But uh, I believe baseball at universities only have like 11 scholarships that they can give out per year. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, we got to look that one up. Whereas I know for sure in the NCAA, like football, yeah. they get 85. Yeah, football is paying so my chances of getting a scholarship. You know what I'm saying to play baseball at the next level is, you know, what I mean, it's kind of like, whoa, like where, where I need to go with this. And it's 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 like so much that we just don't know about baseball. Yeah, exactly. You know, just like um, the business part of it, under the underlying things of it. Right. I mean, you can get a college scholarship. Or you can get drafted, mm-hmm. or you can go play at a community college and then get drafted. I just found that out the last time. Oh, last know, episode, yeah. 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 You know, it's a lot of different avenues for, for baseball, and we're just really in the dark on a lot of it, mm-hmm. you know. And the reason I, I brought this to you is because I seen an article with this kid on uh, the cover of Sports Illustrated last year, mm-hmm. and his name was Hunter Green. Yeah. And I'm challenging everybody that listens to this. Ask yourself if you ever heard of Hunter Green, and then go look him up. Okay, I asked you if you heard of him. Yeah, have I you? Not had no. So the article basically pegged him as the LeBron James of baseball. He's a black kid. Okay, just went second overall in the 2017 draft, mm-hmm. straight out of high school. He was so good, he had his choice of being a starting pitcher, future ace. He throws over 100 miles per hour at 18. Or he could have been a shortstop Mm -hmm. and been a, you know, top draft pick as shortstop. So from what I read, they was like, you know, as a pitcher, he's the next Dwight Gooden. And if anybody know baseball, they know Dwight Gooden was that, he was that that dude, man, you know, until he got on crack. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think he was cold while he was on crack still. Yeah. And then they said, you know, on the, on yeah, on the other end, he was like Cal Ripken, Alex Rodriguez, you know what I'm saying? So that's a beef. And they want him to be the face of black baseball. Right. You know what I'm saying? And me being me, he not gonna be able to do it. Oh yeah. Because he don't look like Odell Beckham. He ain't out there, you know, he ain't, you know, hitting the end zone dances, you know, he don't dress like Yeah. What these kids look like, he's very clean cut. He's like Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard a kid say, I want to be Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and he's cold. Russell Wilson is a beast, but I've never heard a kid say, I want to be Russell Wilson. Right. They say, I want to be Cam. Yeah. You know, they want to dab on him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's another that's that's that's, point. That's the, 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 the generation we live in. Yeah. The kids, they flock to what, what looks cool. Yeah. In a sense, where they're at, what looks, you know. 
polished in a sense. And it's not bad to be polished. I'm not mm. saying it's, and it's not bad to look like Odell Beckham either. I'm not saying that at all. It's just kids need to be able to open up their, what do you call it? Open their palate up a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And be able to follow, you know, different type of people, man. You got to appreciate everything, you know, right. not just a flash, the greatness. Like, I've never heard a kid say, I want to be Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and just so y'all know, man, baseball makes great money. The best money. You don't have to be in the best shape. I don't I, I can't remember last time I heard somebody tear their ACL. They get, what is it called? Tommy John? And Tommy like John. Pitchers and rotator like cup. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you, I mean, granted, you play a lot of games, but a lot of times you chill it. Yeah. So parents, you know, you know, if you don't know baseball, I'm pretty sure a lot of trainers out there, get your kids Ooh. into it, let them think into it, you know what I'm saying, and do it. Because you don't want them to be athletic, try uh-huh. to get in baseball, because we all see what happened to Jordan. Right. Jordan yeah. couldn't hit a curveball to save his life. And here comes the, the controversy with it. And this is just me being me. Mm-hmm. They done price black people out of baseball, bro. As far as like training prices, person training, stuff? yeah, equipment, leagues. If you yeah. ain't got it to spend, your kid probably is not going to play much baseball. Yeah, because bats are running a couple hundred dollars mm-hmm. for youth bats for the good ones. Yeah, yeah, gloves. They starting out at fifty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they go up to a couple hundred dollars. So it makes a lot. It makes good sense. They're training, Where they're going good. to these batting cages, these indoor facilities because they're uh-huh. everywhere. They, I, me personally, I feel like they kind of you know priced us out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas I go get a basketball, fifty dollars, fifty dollars for a good one, and I can go wherever there's a court and work on my game. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm already buying the shoes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So the shoes I wear to school, I can hoop in them too. <laughs> right. You know what you I'm saying? No base, you can't go to school in no baseball shoes, right? So it's a lot easier to pick up a basketball and work on your game yeah. because it's everywhere. Right. It's more accessible than baseball. Like baseball, is, it's a little private, and it's it's harder to just jump into. Like you can't yeah. just jump into baseball. And like we just said earlier, baseball, it has to be kind of taught to you. Yeah. Like you can't really teach yourself baseball. You know what I'm saying? You can watch stuff like that, but as far as like learning things, like I can know I know dribbling a basketball, I'm eventually going to have to end up bending my knees. Right. To help the basketball flow better. Baseball is a little different. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you can pick really... up a basketball and work on your handles yeah. like, immediately. Right. You can't pick up a bat and work on your timing. Yeah. Unless you got somebody pitching to you. You got to have somebody with you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. baseball, I, I do want more black people in baseball. Oh, me, I think me too. we need well, more representation. And when I mean black people, I mean African Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, not the Cubans and the Dominicans <laughs> and things like that. Yes, they are black, but. They have that, you know, that's their outlet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We killing them in basketball, but they killing us in baseball, that type of situation. So, yeah. um, and you never know, your, your child might be a natural in baseball, but you got them in football getting concussions and all this, you know, or, or you got them on the court, yeah. you know, trying to dribble and, and shoot and all that. And baseball might be his thing. I think it just changed, like you said, we said earlier. It's just not like it's not as important. Of course, yeah, the pricing mm-hmm. thing is is definitely relevant, yeah. but it's just not as important. Because I think like when we had those high numbers um, in baseball back in the day, when you had the Jackie Robinson audience coming right. through. It's because during the, they grew up in the 1930s, pretty much we had the Great Depression, and they had a Negro League, and had a Negro League. Yeah, yeah. but even I'm talking about, even before that, before Jackie became Jackie, the growing up part, his his teenage years, and all that. It was during the Great Depression time where sports wasn't relevant at all because nobody had the money. Mm-hmm. World War II also. 
So you have that. And I think at that time, society became a little blended. Yeah. You know, you had Jackie Robinson be able to go play baseball with the white kids and they learn these things because there wasn't no money to go play basketball and football and all that type of stuff. So, you know, everybody was a little more into it together. So they were able to learn a lot. True. You know, so I think that kind of had a, a effect on it too as far as why the numbers are going down. But like, but then I think the biggest reason, like you, like you mentioned, is that it doesn't have any flair to it. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I can't go on Instagram and I see A-Rod – Walking in with some um, skinny jeans on, you know what I'm saying? I'm not and, gonna see that. And these dudes, they live great lives, you know. <laughs> Boy, A Rod, you know what I'm saying? He, he got, got J Lo. He got a who's who list of, you know what I'm saying? Of, you know what he what he even had in the room, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jeter, you know what I'm saying? Right. A list. He, he Jeter ain't hit nothing but but A list celebrities, you know what I'm saying? Low key too. <laughs> Low key. G, Jeter, we weren't playing no games with him, you know what I'm saying? He, he definitely got a um a a Great hit list, mm-hmm. and I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I, we ain't trying to just highlight that, but I mean, they live great lives. They yeah. make a lot of money, man. A lot, a lot of easy money. Yeah. Well, I won't say easy. I nah, think it's, it's a lot of hard work. Hard. That, it's a lot of hard work that goes into being a, a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. I won't take that away from them. My bad about saying that earlier. But what I'm saying is, they don't put that much pressure on their bodies All for right. in-game type. It, yeah, it's it just ain't as you strenuous. Know, you know what I'm saying? That's what I meant Basketball. by Basketball. It. it ain't as dangerous, you know, physically taxing as right. they play way more games. They play twice a day and stuff like that. So yeah, I, yeah. I get it. But um it's just that that grueling. Yeah. You'll never see two NBA games in one day. Yeah. No, you damn sure you won't see two uh NFL games yeah. in one day. They I hate that they play on Sunday and turn around and play on Thursday. I think that's I can't stand that. Yeah. Bullshit. So even if you just run on kickoff of you know what I'm saying on Sunday, you still gonna feel it. Yeah. But still before Thursday, and it's just – and it's putting him in a lot of yeah. grave danger, man. And then, I mean, in high school, I could, you know, playing on Friday and then having to turn around and play, what is it, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So if I play Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then have to turn around and play on Tuesday, mm-hmm. shit, boy. And that's high school. That's high school. That's crazy. So, yeah. All right, man. Yeah, there's some great topics, man. Um yeah, I think we we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah, you got uh, any uh, any parting words, man? I just gonna say, you know, thank y'all once again. I can't thank you guys enough. You know, for all the support that we've been having, um, these topics we come up with. You know, we again, they're always gonna be of how they affect society and how you know love is bridging that sports and society with each other. And you know, thank you guys for keep rocking with us. Um, yeah, I, I definitely um, appreciate everybody that. That listen to us, you know, a couple people asked, you know, is another one coming out? And I'm like, yeah, you know, we're going we gonna to put it up here Friday or Thursday, you know. So um, yeah. I appreciate that. And I just want to let everybody know that we are on, like, a lot of different platforms. I know there's a way to look it up, you know, through the Google Play Store. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find it. But if you just Google us, it'll pop up, you know. And I also want to give a shout out to the the, the X Squad affiliates because they reached out to us and they they I mean they just immediately just showed so it was tremendous tons love. Of love yeah tremendous tons of love man for us to really be strangers yeah. You yeah. know, just off a couple of listens, 
Kesey reached out to us and, and told us he liked what we do. So we are part of, of what they have. Yeah. They're on the Spreaker Network. So they have a a handful of shows. And it's, it's so new to us that we don't even know them all yet. But yeah. we're going to get acclimated with what they have going on and integrate because they do have a lot of great things going on. I've been yeah. looking and listening and they have so many people that talk and, and shout each other out and show support and things like that. I've got friend requests on Facebook and Twitter and things mm-hmm. like that. They so sharing everything. So right. yeah, crazy love. Again, that's X Squad affiliate. X Squad affiliate. If you haven't heard them, look them up. They're yeah, definitely on, on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. And like you said, the show Twitter, can be found on uh, Spreaker. Spreaker. Yeah. It's it's um it's a lot, man. And I think it's cool that somebody reached out to us and you know said they wanted to include us with what they do. So mm-hmm. man, that's great. That's a good right. feeling. Yeah. So yeah, we'll um, we'll go ahead and close the show. Um, you guys are looking out for a very, very special episode that's coming up on 420. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's coming soon, man. So be looking for that uh, again, 420. Uh, but this one should be up, coming up pretty soon. So take a listen. Let us know what you think. You know, we'll be hearing from you guys again soon. Yeah, drop some feedback. Shout out to everybody that listened. Thank you, guys.